Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. The Bible says, the Bible says in Luke chapter 4, verse, verse 18. Let's all read it out loud from the screen if you can see it. Let's go. Let's start again loud. And then the 19 says, and to declare the acceptable year. That this is the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. But go back to 18. To preach the gospel. To heal the brokenhearted. Preach deliverance. Recovery, recovery of sight to the blind. Set at liberty that are bruised. Declared. These are things that it will take heaven to happen. Man cannot do it. But if heaven is going to do it, heaven can't do it by itself. A man cannot do it. So what heaven does is he, he, the, the spirit of God comes upon a person. Why? Because for you to do some things, for some things to happen in your life, it requires an anointing because he has anointed me. So the one who is going to preach the gospel to the poor and to um, heal the brokenhearted and to, uh, um, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovery of sight, the one who is going to do it, there must be something from above. It's called anointing. All right. So God anoints people for that. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. How God anointed Jesus because Jesus is a man and for a man to be able to do some things a hand must come from above it's called an anointing the anointing is the heavenly endowment, endowment upon a person that makes the person be able to do things that only heaven can do on earth so Jesus of Nazareth Nazareth is a local place. That's where he grew up. So he said, Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good. Why was he doing good? Because anointing was what on him. Healing all who were oppressed of the devil because of the anointing. Then he says that, for God was with him. Because the anointing is God being with you. Do you understand that? Now, I, what I wanted to talk a little bit about is, if God has anointed somebody to come, or God anoints people for people. So God does never anoint me for me. It doesn't happen like that. He anoints me for a you. How God anointed Jesus Christ who went about doing good. Healing, doing good, healing all that were oppressed. Not him, he was oppressed though. But those who are oppressed, the anointing comes on him to be able to sort them out. So the anointing, it's like it makes you a steward. It's an entrustment. It's like stewardship given to you for some people. Stewardship 
given to you for some people. So he says that in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 2, that if you understand the stewardship of God or the fellowship or the economy, the stewardship, the special of God, given to me, uh, uh, dispensation, the same as stewardship, okay, of the grace of which was given to me, uh, 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 preferred a new, uh, yeah, to you. King, new King James said, given to me, for you. So it was given to, why was it given to me? For a you. So the anointing is not given to the anointed for the anointed. The anointing is given to the anointed for some people. And for some people who need God in their case. Because man can't do it. And so God comes on a person for a people. So he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He didn't say to myself, to the poor, to heal the broken hearted. No, I'm not broken hearted. Some people are broken hearted. So it's not I'm broken hearted. So if you are broken hearted, God will not bring you this anointing on you. He will send and he will bring the anointing that delivers broken hearted on somebody so that the person will encounter you to set you the broken hearted free. Do you understand what I mean? Now, that is what the anointing does. And what Satan, if Satan to if you are Satan, God forbid you are not. But if you are Satan, what you specialize in doing is since you can't interfere with the anointing coming on the anointed. What you can do is then you can have to find a way of interfere with the anointing accessing the needy. So Satan is a master, master in intercepting your relationship with the anointed. Your relationship with the anointed is for your good, not for his good. So he has to find a way of letting your flesh, your way of doing things. I don't like when people talk to me like this. Then, so, so he'll make sure you hear what the anointed didn't even mean. So that you'll be triggered to be upset. And the, what anointing can stand is disrespect. What the anointing cannot stand is when it is not honored. No anointing, tomorrow I probably will talk about that. No anointing works in a place of dishonor. So you can smile with the anointed, but you're annoyed with him in your heart. Forget it. That anointing that was meant to bail you out of blindness or brokenheartedness won't work. And he wouldn't know why. He, he thinks, oh, this is a nice place. He's trying to, but the anointing said, no, I'm not go. No, he said, go, I won't go. We'll go. So it's like this is the anointing, this is illustration. All right, so I'm trying to push you to go towards, but don't go. So when I show you, I go, anointing, go. Anointing, go. So the pastor likes you. He's believing God for marriage for you. He said, oh, I'm praying for you. Meanwhile, he has the anointing for your marital breakthrough. This is the anointing for your marital breakthrough. This is the anointing for your healing. He has it. It's working everywhere. So when he gets to you, he said, Anointing, go. He's pushing his anointing towards. He's, he's, he's not coming. Why? Because you have blocked it by dishonor. A lot of people have become a casualties because they they did not allow the oil that can help them. 
And then when you get to heaven, you will see the number of deliverances that were granted through anointed men. But it never materialized. It happened in Jesus' life. He couldn't help a lot of people. He couldn't help because the, the people didn't respect him. They said, but we know him too much. Because the people believe, I mean, I think about everything very carefully. My mind works. My mind works very well. So I won't let anyone deceive me. When I'm listening, I'm listening very carefully. Meanwhile, you don't know squat about spiritual things. You don't, you don't know. It's different if you are spiritually astute. And you're spiritually well updated. And you're operating with revelations, no information. You are loaded with information. You think you have revelation. Ephesians 3.3. 3, he said how it was revealed to me by revelation. It was given to me by revelation. Not by information. Galatians 2.2. I went up by revelation. Revelations 1.1. 1, 1. The, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Galatians chapter 1 verse 12 he says how this thing I'm teaching it was not taught to me by mind but it was given to me by revelation Galatians 1 16 he says when he pleased God to reveal his son in me hey this God operates with revelation and you too because you are well educated you think you have you know how to do a research <laughs> you are good with google search <laughs> <laughs> yahoo. Yeah, yahoo. Some people yahoo other Google. Bing. Yeah. You are good. Any information. So it has deceived you. You are operating on ground zero. You are operating very far from God's track. But I think you are also operating. And so you end up your your victimization has been perpetuated. Until you know how to treat, re, relate with the anointed, the anointing can never work for you. It's so, it's so much a fundamental, a basic fact. A basic fact that people have been victims because of the, the level of ignorance when it comes to the anointing and the anointed. Or the anointed and his anointing. Jesus Christ, the, the word Messiah, the Greek word, the Hebrew word is my, uh, uh, my uh, Hamashiach, which means the anointed one and his anointing. He is the anointed. All of us are anointed. We have anointed, but he is the anointed one. He was not the first Messiah. What's the meaning of Messiah? What's the meaning of Messiah? Messiah means an anointed one. A lot of people were anointed in the Old Testament. David was a type of Messiah. Anointing came on him. This made him anointing. Because you can never operate in an office without anointing in the Old Testament. Before they call you to be a priest, they will anoint you. When they call you to be a king, they will anoint you. When they call you to be a prophet, they will anoint you. So they anointed people for offices. But when that anointing is very limited. Because you can only, David operated as a prophet and a king, but he could never operate as a priest. So the anointing is to a certain dimension, it's not comprehensive. So they are some small, small messiahs with a little M. <laughs> then the actual messiah came. His messiahship and anointing was unlimited, unrestricted. He could operate as a king, as a prophet, as a priest. 
He was there anointed. The actual anointing. And he's in the New Testament, apostles and prophets and pastors, uh, leaders, they are anointed and they are representatives of their anointing. There is a way to relate with the anointed for the anointing to react towards you positively. I'm telling you. Positively. So, so I'm drawing your attention to the fact that if God will want to help you, he will send an anointed person. That's the fact. That's how it works. But the natural falling man will tell you it's not necessary. You don't need any man. You don't need any man. God just... <laughs> Even when God appeared to Saul, he said, go, they will tell you what to do. A, a whole angel, very tall one, strange angel, he appeared to a man, an officer. His name was Cornelius. He was fasting. He was praying and he likes giving. So he moved to heaven. When you combine fasting, prayer, and giving, it moves heaven very fast. So it moved heaven and the angel came. He said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You have to be saved. Your family has to be saved. So can you send somebody to go and call Peter to come and preach? Ah, but tell me what it is. Angel, why don't you tell me the information? I need to hear something to be saved. Why don't you tell me? Didn't the angel tell Mary that God wants to pregnant you? <laughs> but when it comes to salvation, when it comes to the things that come from Jesus after he had left, he left the responsibility to anointed men. So angels can't help you. They will tell you and connect you to an anointed man. That's why it requires an anointing to stand here. It's not Bible school that brings anointing. This anointing some of us walk in. Listen. The anointing requires certain environment to operate. That is necessary. Other than that, you will be stranded on the highways when God has sent an anointed man to help you. He came to his own, but his own did not receive him. Okay, as many as receive him, receive him. He can help you if you don't receive him. Yeah. He can help you. Elijah and Elijah. Elijah Elijah told Elisha tell me what I should do for you before I go. He said I need a double portion of the spirit upon your life. Watch this. And Elijah said verse 2 Kings chapter 2 verse 10 you have asked a very hard thing nevertheless it's possible depending on what you are focusing on. Matthew 6, 22. It says that the eye is the light of the, the body. The light of the body is the eye. If thy eye is single, your whole body is full of light. But if your eye is evil, if your eye is evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. What you are seeing in the anointed determines what fills your life. So some people, when an anointed person is teaching, they just focus on 
An anointing. Focus. Because the anointing works with seeing, touching, and hearing. <laughs> so when God wants to help you, he will manage to send an anointed vessel your way. Now the choice is yours to decide to whether you are going to receive the anointed person as the anointed person of God or as one of the people who are trying to do something. Because what needs to activate for you is an anointing. But the anointing is on a person. Yes, yes. I was telling them that you come to me and you say, Pastor, I, I want, can you show me what you did? The things you have done which has gotten you to this level of anointing. Because maybe you are expecting to, me to say, I fast um, 40 days, three times or four times every year. Then you are like, okay. I read my Bible every day, at least six hours every day. Okay. So you, you, you see, you are getting everything. No. But unfortunately, I told them that some of you, maybe, not maybe, if you ask me, Pastor, what are some of the things you have done in your life you have gotten here? And I tell you, the anointing I'm operating is not because of the things I said I've been through. But it's the people I'm following and what I'm tapping. So this anointing is coming from somebody. It's not because of I've paid a certain human price to bring it directly from heaven. It didn't come from heaven on me. It came from somebody heaven has appointed that the anointing is on people and depending on your proximity how you relate to them, how you react to them you tap, you extract the anointing so if you ask me how can I also be anointed if it's on me and you want what is on me just learn how to position yourself around me and the thing comes naturally on you that's how you don't have to fast for it no, it's, not, it's, you are not, it's not original <laughs> coming from somewhere. Your story will be beautiful this year. Amen. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at caris.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.